Hello and welcome to Never Seen Disney, the podcast where my husband has never seen Disney movies and we watch them and talk about them. I'm Emily Amick. I'm Sean Dwyer and I've now seen two Disney movies. You so have. if anybody is familiarizing themselves with the canon, in <clears> fact, <throat> I would hazard a guess as to say that out of all the people in, let's say, the United States right mm-hmm. now, I'm in the top 1%. Of really? recent watches of Disney movies. Well, that's probably true. I mean, as far as adults go, possibly, but I highly doubt it. There are a lot... A couple of simple ones who are probably watching it on a <laughs> daily basis. Look, but... we love Disney adults here. We think you're a little bit weird. No, we don't. But, uh... <laughs> no, we don't. Everyone we, does. No, we, we don't. Let's, okay. You do. All right. You love Disney you... adults. No, I said... You, lo- you said, we love Disney adults Oh, okay, here. okay. You love them. Okay. Because you are one. Right. I'm not I, one. I don't. I do not qualify by uh, the standard of Disney adults. I would not be well, part I, of I'd hate, I'd hate to see the ones that you eschew. But I, I, I'm not a fan of Disney adults. I'm sorry to say. <gasps> really? Of I course. think that's We've unfair. Had, oh, that's not surprising. Surely. I think that is really unfair. I think you, I think there, you probably know some Disney adults and don't even know it. I probably know them, but not as well as I might know them if they weren't Disney adults. <laughs> this is some, some kind of barrier. Oh, no. I mean, I think um, if I had to anticipate the kind of person who might listen to this podcast, it sounds to me like uh, we should have, we might have to put a trigger warning at the beginning of this one yet again. Disney adults have been persecuted for long enough. <laughs> it was wrong it was then. Wrong then. And it's, it's wrong, wrong now. now. <laughs> I'd like to go on record. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get a record as well, but I won't. I will keep it, keep it stupid. Anyway, well done. Right. Uh, well done, uh, man children. <laughs> Look, we, we welcome everyone here. Welcome everyone. We've seen two movies. The first one was not good, in yeah. my opinion. And the, the farther away I get from it, right. the worse it is. Okay. Um, the muddier the rearview mirror becomes. Mm, that's, I'm so sad, but I also get you it. You can't be surprised it, about Little in, Mermaid. In comparison, yeah. The Little Mermaid, in comparison to Aladdin, even I see it, it's worlds apart. And then... Yeah. You hit me with Aladdin. Yeah. Um, which I wasn't dreading. Right. And I, as we discussed in, yeah. in the previous discussion, um, Robin Williams was a big element of why I was not dreading it because right. I know I'm going to like him yeah. or anything. But it really was terrific the whole way through. I really just enjoyed it as a movie. I thought yeah. it was brilliant. And, yeah. um, you know, yes, uh, some people would have been and probably still are offended by it. But I think if we could even just act with a moment of charitability, what a brilliant brilliant movie that was um, just a great long cartoon absolutely it's fantastic yeah. um we agree on that and so i would think yeah from my own pov here right own pov mm-hmm. email you can tell i've got an office job <laughs> yeah. let's um, circle back well to that. we're here at eod um so from my from my point of view I don't know, because I'm because I've got some vague idea about the rest of these movies. Mm. I've no, I I think I think you've done it all wrong because I think you've got it with the worst. Right, you've got the second one, which has to be the okay. best. And then what's going to beat that? I Sorry. know. Well, I am at a bit of a predicament here, and um, we should tell the listeners that I'm choosing these in no particular order but i'm also trying to build a foundation and sort of build a case for disney i guess is is sort of the end goal without any science no well just my own feeling on like kind of the the 
I'm just trying to build almost like a lesson plan for you in a way, like kind of lay a foundation so that when we do get into maybe some of the more uh, modern, modern Disney movies, you'll have a, an understanding of where, where we've come from, where we're going. And so we started with two films that were big hitters in the Disney Renaissance, which we covered in the very first Can episode. Can I just ask you, so... Yeah. You, you, 1989 was Little Mermaid, yes. which you said kicked off the... We're not going pre-1989 here in your canon. Or, or oh, yes. We? Oh, we will be. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought we oh, were just some doing... some of the most classic films are... How many of these are we doing? Sean, this is a podcast. I don't know. Oh, I thought we were going to do like four. <laughs> no. No, this is an ongoing Until Disney podcast. ends. God, I'm I have, all for it. I'm all for it. I just thought that we were because you were so into the Renaissance. No. Yeah, I assumed I built, it was '89 onwards. No, we started with a film from the Disney Renaissance. Okay, uh -huh. yeah. These so those are films that were really big players in my personal childhood, uh -huh. and that doesn't mean that there aren't other films that were big in my childhood. There absolutely were many that came out much earlier. I'm talking Disney. Um, no, this is I'm I'm giving you All of Disney. a Disney lesson, and that requires a history lesson as well. Toto Disney. And so it's funny that that we're even having this conversation because the film that I've chosen for you this week, oh god, is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh Wars. no way, no way, really? Yes. I thought we were going to be doing at least some of the fun ones. How do you know this one's not fun? Because it was written in 1941. Earlier than that. Whenever. Uh, what do you know about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? I know lots about it. What do you know? Uh, my first, well, uh, it's about a sort of woodland princess mm. who has seven, um, uh, you know, vertically challenged helpers okay. assisting her throughout her daily life. Um, and, okay. she, and she needs a prince to awaken her from a sleep, and there's an apple. And there's okay. An, and there's an apple. So you know a lot. Well, a lot of it I know from the Rammstein video, Sonna, which uh, they're a German industrial metal band. Okay. Um, and if you watch the music video for that, and I would highly recommend it, you've mm. got um, all the Rammstein um, musicians playing the dwarves. Oh, wow. And a very sexy, busty Snow White, uh -huh. who is basically like, like wanking them off and stuff. Ah. Cool. Like you don't see it in the video, but you know that she's yeah. and she teases them all the time until they like gonna explode with excitement. Interesting. Um, so, well, we should definitely watch that as a companion piece. I mean, I would anyone Ramstein Ramstein Sonne S O N N E. That's uh, I think it's German for Great. Son, I think. It's, yeah. Um, I'll watch that video. Highly recommend. Good fun. Good fun. I've never seen it, so I'm not highly recommending. Well, it you yet. wait till we do the Ramstein music video history podcast. Right. You well, wait till you see Ickville about the terrorist attack. I can't wait to hear what Morrissey has to say about all this. Oh. Um, yeah, so Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So we're taking it all the way back. Yeah, I mean, we're going... I mean, the first Disney movie, to my knowledge, is Steamboat Willie. Yes. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And then I think... So I know a lot of shit. Right, okay. I know a lot of stuff. I've just never seen any of these things. Yeah. Then I think the next... I think the Dumbo was before Snow White, wasn't it? No. I don't... Um, that's a good question. I know Snow White was the first Disney princess ever. Uh -huh. um, so we've had a, we've had 
Little Mermaid, we've had Aladdin, who's a Disney prince, and now we're getting the very first Disney princess. My grandparents saw this film in theaters. Do you do you want do you have a guess of when it came out? Thirty nine. Nineteen thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah. So this is kind of where it all began as term in terms of you know this idea of of a fairy tale romance, the idea of the prince and princess and being saved and all of that. Like this is this is your history lesson. And where can we um, before we get into it? The what's the origin story of Snow White? This cannot be a Walt Disney original, presumably. Where did this movie come from? Um, I don't know that much about the the story. I, I, I want to say it's a grim fairy tale. Actually. It's got, it's Germanic, isn't it? It feels Germanic. Mm-hmm. Um, goth-y. Yeah. The dwarves, so if it came out now, would, mm-hmm. would it be called the Seven Dwarves? Or would it be called the Seven Well, White I think people? they are, they're re, they are making a uh, Snow White live action. I'm not sure if the Seven Dwarves are going to be in the title or if it's just going to be called Snow White. I don't, Probably the latter. I don't know. Um, uh, Peter Dinklage on Mark Maron's podcast had a little bit to say. He like he he kind of said like, you know, like we have all this po- like this this talk about positive representation and for all kinds of groups of people. And he was like, but they're making Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs like you know, as as if like these are kind of some of the last people that are considered, um, or that it's okay to still sort of you know. Uh, well, I respect Pete Tinklage. Cartoonize uh, or caricaturize. Maybe they'll treat them well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have no well, idea what their dwar- intentions are. Are, or are they the dwarves is. in the sense of human dwarves? Or are they myth- mythological creatures? Are they elvish? Um, that's a great question, and I'm going to leave it for you to decide on your own after watching it. I mean... Again, they're cartoons, so it's hard to tell what the yeah. intention was there. And maybe I can do some research about this for after we come back. But uh, they have an elvish quality for sure uh, in the show, which is or in the movie, which you know could be problematic for sure. But um, yeah, they have sort of a a non-human like yeah, you know, which I suppose is better, isn't it? They're not they're not trying to replicate. I don't know if that's better. Why not call them elves? If they call them Snow White right. and the Seven Elves, you're yeah. right. They, well, yeah. well, it was wrong then. It was then. wrong then. <laughs> it's wrong now. Um, what, um, the, uh, also a pantomime, by the way. Is it? Snow White. Oh, okay. yeah. Snow White's a... F- I would imagine that... I very, wouldn't be surprised if that's a running theme here because a lot of pantomime. pantomimes probably pull up from the same source material as Disney. Can we try, before we watch it, and list the Seven Dwarves? Oh, Yeah. I think I know them all, but I'm going to give you, I'm going to let you go and maybe I can floor. fill the gaps. Sleepy. Mm-hmm. Grumpy. Yes. Happy. Yeah. Dopey. Yeah. That's four. Sleepy. You said that. That's a dope. No, you started with sleepy. Dozy. Do- dopey. Not dopey. You said dopey already. It's dopey. Um, wheezy. <laughs> I think I think sneezy is one. Sneezy. Yeah. Okay. Well, how many is that? That's, that's five. five. Uh, they all end with Y, presumably. They all. All except one. All except one. Yeah. Was it? Is he like the great uncle? 
He's dark. Dark. Wears glasses. Yeah. Yeah, that don't have signs on them. They just rest uh, on his nose, okay. to my own knowledge. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, God, maybe I have seen it. <laughs> you think? I mean, if I... Yeah. It's so far in the right. distance. Right. Me too, actually. I haven't seen Hashtag. it since I was probably eight years old. Yeah. I, I've not... I don't... I feel... I mean... It feels like one of those films that may have been on, but I, yeah. I, I honestly couldn't tell you anything right. about it. Okay. But I've managed to, without that, this is what I mean by knowing shit yeah. and being aware of the world. I don't have to have seen all these things. There's loads of things I haven't seen that I know stuff about. Sure. I mean, you're very confident in that often. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm wrong, but <laughs> often I'm wrong, but... Yeah, you, don't, you could read one article and give an hours-long TED Talk about I don't, I, I don't about have it. to have read Macbeth to know what Macbeth is about. What's Macbeth about? I don't know. <laughs> Scottish people. <laughs> Scottish lords and paranoia. Yeah. Um, and I only say that because we watched the Coen Brothers Black and White movie recently, we which did. told me everything I know. I've never read any Shakespeare. I don't want to. It's hard on the eyes. Right, okay. Um, but I still know... Most of the Shakespeare, you know, when Shakespeare category right. comes on Je- Jeopardy, yeah. I stand a fighting chance. Sure. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, do you want to guess runtime? I don't. I don't know what the runtime is. No, if it was nineteen thirty-seven, and things were at a premium, I'm going with seventy-four minutes. Mm. Okay. Um. Price I'll say. Right. I'll say seven. Seventy-seven. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go watch it again. This is your history lesson. So, you know, I'm not necessarily expecting you to love it. It's certainly got a different sensibility. But if you can look at it in in the context of a film that came out in 1930s. I'm really pleasantly surprised we're not just doing the Renaissance ones. Because that's yeah. what I thought we were doing. No. So, I mean, it's your rules, obviously. They are, it is, is my rules. And like I said, this. I'm building a, a, a case here. Yeah, I'm laying. I'm laying a foundation. But I'm all for, for it because I think to, I, I think I can't know enough about the modern ones until I've seen the older ones. It's exactly. Important. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted to give you sort of an uh, yeah. a modern injection, and then when are we watching take it back? Uh, Remember the Titans again? That's gonna have to wait. Right side. No, left side. side. Strong side. All right. I'll go. Are I'll... you blind, Alice? <laughs> can't you see that's my brother? We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, so we're back, and we watched Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Um, how did you think this uh, compared to the other movies? Older. Yeah. Obviously, it's older. Yeah. Uh, some more basic but more important messaging. Hmm. Uh, enjoyable. Uh, the narrative itself, the beats felt really out of whack in a good way. Okay. It was felt far more... Uh, orientated towards children for the fun stuff children want yeah with all the messaging about love and princess being very i mean when that happened at the right. end done yeah it was about 45 seconds of the whole it movie it wasn't very focused on the love story i mean the prince is in it for probably about two and a half minutes yeah if he is yeah and even the witch right. is only in it towards the end i've mm-hmm. got some questions about her later but uh overall it's about these you know 
Crazy Dwarves and their relationship with Snow White. Yeah, it was very cartoony. Which the title suggests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was very, very cartoony, you know? Like, it, it, it felt like watching a long Looney Tunes cartoon or something. Yeah, but it's better. Yeah, it is, but it's better than that. It's, I thought, I don't know, what year was this again? 1937. See, you wouldn't think there would have been, whatever, 60 years between that, 50 years, I can't work it out now, between that and Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, you know, obviously yeah. it's a lot older, but the, the, the that animation quality is pretty strong. Yeah. The way the witch moves, mm -hmm. I noticed, was really good. It was both, like... I was watching it and I thought, like, this seems really rudimentary, but also extremely advanced. Well, it's obviously rudimentary because it's there's a frame rate issue going yeah. on. You can yeah, do so many like, frames. But the way that yeah. she, the, the witch is a good example. The way she moved mm -hmm. was very, I, I don't know any witches, but that is exactly how I want my witch to move. Yeah. Uh, with a sort of, like, sloped golf swing hunchback. Right scuttling along yeah. and I thought all of that was it, it's very very well intentioned the whole thing and obviously you can tell they're proud of it obviously he's proud yeah. of it because he thanked everyone yes, Disney at the beginning in the beginning Walt Disney had a little announcement which we haven't seen his, before no thinking because he his, was dead yeah he was dead in the in the last the first two movies we watched um, yeah he was thanked he thanked his staff and the loyal and hard working people that made it possible in the beginning. And, you know, that between, the, I don't know, what was the first one? Steamboat Mickey. Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. Yeah. And that must have been, what, 15, 20 years before that? I don't know. Probably. If it was. Yeah. That's a big I mean, advancement. I, I, I want to say in the nineteen late 1920s. So Walt Disney's gone from black and white Mickey on a boat mm -hmm. with the controls yeah. to that yeah. in his... Technicolor. In his business. It was Technicolor. It's his yeah. business, don't forget. Yeah. It's his life. Yeah. And they're the strides they've made. No wonder he wrote a thank you letter to all yeah. the people involved because... It's huge. Yeah, not one Chinese um, offshore company to be seen, <laughs> no, I imagine. Very unlikely. Very unlikely. Uh, no, they would, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, as we'll, as we'll learn um, through some of my notes, this movie was absolutely, undeniably groundbreaking, earth-shattering for people who saw it in the yeah, cinema at the yeah. At first, um, so this movie was eighty-three minutes runtime. Yeah, about right. I was hoping it's going to be a bit shorter because it was older. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe they've just run, run out of lead. Yeah. And yeah, I was hoping for a seventy-four, seventy-five minutes. Yeah. But it, you know, it, didn't, was, it didn't drag too much. No, no, it was. Um, I thought it it moved well. Although I did find myself going, I'm a little bored. I, like I've I I kind of hit a slump. At a certain point. For me, it wasn't boring because yeah. I was seeing all these things I knew. Right, right. So all of, so I, I know the dwarves. Well, obviously, I don't know them because I mm -hmm. didn't get them all right no, before we, we watched we it. No, we didn't even get them all. Didn't get period. them all. But, I, you know, I knew, I knew a few of them and yeah. I knew roughly the plot and I knew some of the songs when they came up. Yeah. Whistle While We Work and yeah. Hi Ho, Hi Ho. Yeah. Um, fair to say that the songs have come on in the last 100 years to a bit more depth yeah um but i knew all these things and so to me it wasn't boring because right. i was seeing these Where the things source, I, yeah the i was seeing these things the, come to life right yeah. yeah it is funny how these songs even though you haven't seen these films have 
completely seeped into your world. Hi ho, uh, Whistle While You Work. Yeah. Whistle While You Work was disappointing actually in the film. I was expecting right. it to be a bit more, uh, I don't know, it was a bit wet. Yeah. Uh, a bit forgettable really. <laughs> but hi ho, considering it's only got about seven words yeah. in the entire song. Yeah. It's, uh, it, yeah, past muster. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, so we, I was, I was right yet again. Uh, Brothers Grimm. Based on Brothers Grimm, based on an 1812 German fairy tale by the Brothers Grimm. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about. I, I I've never read that story, but I had you don't a have feeling. To, no. no, I don't have to. I mean, That's I I would assume movies. I would assume that that their story is darker in some ways. But I thought this was actually kind of dark and scary and creepy for a kid's movie. Or, I mean, is it even... Was it a kid's movie? I think it was kind of for everyone at the definitely time. A kid, definitely a kid's movie. Yeah? Yeah, and it, you can tell by the messaging. But uh, was it that dark for the time? I don't know. I think things were quite dark back then, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, I agree. You yeah, know, we yeah. were... Coming out, of, coming out of and going into wars yeah. and there was instability yeah. and you want to teach your kids lessons. Right. I think that you're probably trying to instill a bit more strength of character in your children yeah. and to the to the nation and Western world at large yeah. back then. So I don't, yeah, when, I don't, don't think it, I don't think it felt particularly dark. Right. And even if it is, I don't think that should be unusual, thing. unusual for, for that time. True. Um, I remember when this, so when, so Disney back in like the nineties, they would open up the vault, they would call it where they would release a film on VHS or whatever that had been previously, you know, you could only see it in theaters if they chose to re-air it. Open up the vault to their bank account. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And my grandpa brought this VHS home for me when I was a little girl, probably like six, seven years old. And he was, like, he and my grandma were so excited that they could see this movie. Because they probably hadn't seen it for 50 years. Exactly. So they they remember seeing it in cinemas probably in the 30s. um, But they did air it, like, every, you know, seven, eight years. They would kind of bring it back to theaters because that was the only way people could see it back then. So they hadn't seen it for decades at the very least like probably since they were kids if not all the way back in the 30s when it first came out and they were so excited to show me this disney movie that they remembered in their minds because when you think about it like that is so crazy that like until vhs like like watching a movie in your home became a thing which wasn't really popularized until like the 80s it wasn't on tv at any stage it might have been but you couldn't pick it and you know you know what i mean like it was just it it would have been rare that like they wouldn't have been able to go oh it's time for snow white like i remember them i specifically it's a very strong memory of mine being them being excited Mm. to have it I can imagine able, so. I'm sure you know, part of that is the excitement of just watching a child watch sure. it, which is how I would like to have watched all of these films, but instead <laughs> yeah. I've got to sit here with a glass of Chardonnay as an adult and do my best to engage yeah. in them, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I just that's a very strong memory for me and this movie and my grandma like remembering the songs and, you know. I wonder when you're when you're old and haggard, which memory will be stronger for you, the 
memory of your grandparents, your lovely, yeah. elderly, sweet grandparents <laughs> watching this with you, or me sitting next to you sighing? <laughs> yeah, good question. Well, hopefully I get to show it to my kids and they get to be bored out of their minds by it because it's not, you know... No, you just get it. Right, you just get them at the right age. Nothing's boring to a five-year-old. There's colours. My kids are. Our, our, I should say our kids. Yeah, you should. Yeah. <laughs> our kids are going to grow up. Don't have to, but you should. Are going to grow up on Mister Rogers. They're not going to know anything. They're not going to know the outside world exists. It's going to be Mister Rogers. And they will when you're Street. out. When you're out, we'll be watching the <laughs> and Rams, Robocop. Robocop and the Ramstein <laughs> Snow White video. Um. All right. So let's get into some facts about the film. So this is the first full-length traditionally animated feature film yeah. and first Disney animated feature film. Um, so this was pre-Dumbo. Th yes, this yeah. was, yeah, this was the first... Well, then he should have been very proud of it, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to guess at the time, international box office? At the time? Mm -hmm. You're asking me to work pre-inflation? Yeah. I don't know. All right, let's do let's do with inflation. With inflation, it's the only way to figure it out. Okay. People who could actually go to, well, a lot of people went to the cinema then probably, with, I don't know, $75 million. $162,386,666. And given that inflation is such an important topic right yeah. now and people should be listening that was, to I think that was inflation. podcasts about that, what was it pre-inflation? Uh, uh, eight million in nineteen. Well, of inflation. Isn't so it? that's the international box office. It held the record for the highest-grossing sound film at the time. It was quickly replaced by a, uh, a very important film from that decade. Can you guess what that was? Gone with the Wind. Yes, Gone with the Wind. Uh, it was the top ten performer at the North Mo North American box office slash highest-grossing animated film. Um, of all time, and I have a list of the some of the highest grossing films. Period. Um, so Snow White comes in at ten. Number nine, we've got The Exorcist. Number eight, Doctor Zhivago. Number boring. that is boring. Number seven, that is amazing. With <laughs> Doctor Zhivago's number eight. Have you ever watched it? No, I haven't. It is. It's hard to watch. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I won't be tuning into that. No, uh, don't. Number seven, Jaws. Yeah, no, first blockbuster. Number six, The Ten Commandments. <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. Number five. Passion of the Christ. Number five, Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Number four, E.T. Not as good as people think it is. It's so good. Number three, The Sound of Music. Uh. Number two, Star Wars. And number one, Gone with the Wind. Um, Gone with the Wind's estimated ticket sales, I think, overall for all time. This is taking into account inflation. Yes. Um, 202 million, Opening weekend. That's all time ticket sales, I think. So, including? Including if they re-release it in theaters. Like, There's something funny about those numbers because Top Gun's just done a billion. Hi guys, I'm going to interject here because I was looking at the wrong column. Um, Gone with the Wind adjusted gross ticket sales were actually 1895421694 And I believe now that I've actually read this all the way through, um, that is only for the year that it was released. So there you go. I was wrong for once. Um, 
Nominated for Best Score in 1938. In 1939... Of course it was nominated for Best Score. There have only been about four films with any sound in them by then. (laughs) That's true. In 1939, Walt Disney was awarded an honorary Oscar for the film. In what year? In 1939. So two years after it came out. But I think... I don't think they had um, a category to put it in. So he was awarded an honorary Oscar for the film. It was unique in that the award consisted of one normal-sized statue plus seven miniature statues, and it was presented to him by Shirley Temple. bit like when Arsenal won the Premier League without getting defeated and they got the Premier League trophy and then a sort of smaller version of the Premier League trophy because they hadn't lost the game the whole season. Right. Same thing as that, right? It's very... Almost exactly the same. Bang on. Except more impressive because it was sport. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even like Arsenal. <laughs> in 1989, the United States Library of Congress deemed the film culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant and yeah. selected it as one of the first 25 films for preservation in the National Film they Registry. They do time now, though. They do. There's, you cannot... There's so many. I went to look at the film. I'd like to look at some there of the was, films that were that you would be. What this, what did you did any stand out as you? As, oh, how um, is that historically, culturally, or whateverly significant? There's, well, I I haven't seen it, but I remember seeing Three Ten to Yuma was one of them. Except right, a film nobody's seen. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's seen Three Ten to Yuma. Me I know either. what it's about. It's about a train. Yeah, I think. Well, I don't know what it's about. No one cares. Christian yeah. Bale. Russell Crowe, I think. Okay. I know all these things. Yeah. No one's ever seen it. No yeah. one wants to see it. But yeah. it's culturally and historically relevant. Because it's probably about the freaking Alamo or something yeah. that Americans get hard over. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's Yeah, there, there were so many films on that list now, currently, as it stands. I can't no. wait. We should, uh, we should pick the worst ten culturally, I historically, remember... and aesthetically pleasing films and watch and rate them by normal <laughs> people's standards. Yeah. I do remember seeing um, that some of the more recently ones that were admitted, like Toy Story was admitted. Fine. Which I completely understand that. And I'm not saying Snow White shouldn't be admitted. Yeah. I'm just saying every time I see something that's been admitted to that Yeah, it's not list, a very exclusive list it's, anymore. It's, it is not. But it was one of the first 25 it to ever enter the library. 27 Club. All right. <laughs> um, the American Film Institute ranked it Im- among the 100 greatest American films. I see that because everything everything's relative, right? You got you, yeah. It's not about is it that is yeah. it in the, is it the hundred probably yeah. not right? It's not about or, is it your almost favorite. certainly not right. But given when it came out, the ground it broke, absolutely the minds it changed, the people it impacted. Then how can it not be? Yeah. Um, the Film Institute also named the film as the greatest. American animated film of all time in 2008. So a lot of great animated films had come out. It's definitely not the best (laughs) animated film of all time. Yeah. But again, they just get, I I think sometimes they just choose things people want to hear. Yeah. I mean, that's by they who? The American Film Institute. Yeah. Best, who do you think their best villain of all time is? I don't know. What do you mean? So they have do you know? Yeah, I do. Oh. They have their hundred heroes Ooh. and a hundred villains. Who's the AFI's number one villain? Is it going to be disappointing? I think it's brilliant. The Joker? No, the AFI. <laughs> no, it's, it's about quality of film, isn't okay, it? Okay, okay. Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, yeah, of course. Number yeah. one villain. Wow. I'd say this because I'm just finishing Hannibal Rising. Yeah. I've been... You've been reading the books. All of them yeah. in, over the last month, yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm lectured up yeah. to the 
I'm, I'm struggling to get my head in Disney mode because I'm in such a wow. macabre headspace. But anyway, anyway, yeah, moving on. That's all right. Sorry. So we tried to name all the dwarves um, before. Right. You do you want to? Now that you've seen it, yeah. do you think you can? <laughs> You nail it. We didn't even. We named six in the uh, at the beginning. We couldn't even. I'm pretty sure I can do it now because okay. I, I saw it half an hour ago. Yeah. Doc, who's the main one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, you know, they all look the same. He's the main one, right? Grumpy. Yep. Bashful. Yeah. Sleepy. Mm-hmm. Sneezy. Mm-hmm. Dopey. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. That's it. We couldn't get bashful last time. Well. Let's talk about. Well, I don't know where you're going. Are we still in fact zone here, or are we? I just well because I remember saying, um, and we recorded this intro a couple of days ago. I remember saying they all end in a Y except for Doc, and that's because I couldn't, I could not think of Bashful to say. Who's definitely the most endearing? I love Bashful. He's I the most endearing. Like, yeah, he's dwarf. so cute. He's just so sweet. Uh, he is, yeah. He's yeah. he's the one you like the most. He's yeah. he's not the one you'd want to be. No, you'd want to be grumpy. Yeah, he... grumpy. Yeah, I like grumpy. Every... I also like happy. Yeah, I mean, where? Yeah, where, where, I, I, feel, I feel like the, uh, this is where the structure comes in because there's a <laughs> lot to talk about. Yeah, I got. Can we start with yeah. a few things? Yeah, please? if you yeah, if you want to hit me with some uh, information or questions, dwarfs or dwarves? Well. Yeah, that is, I think, kind of a maple thing. leaves. I the Toronto maple leaves. I think back then, I is it just how people spoke. I think it's just how people spoke and what sounded best. Like Toronto to them. maple leaves. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just kind of um, an aesthetic choice. But it's but it should be dwarves, right? We, I'm, yeah, I think I think I'm no linguist. I think linguistically, dwarves is correct. Correct. However, I think, but I think, <laughs> however, culturally, well, uh, it's little people. Well, but they're not little people, are they? They're not little humans. Well, so this is a question you had at they're, the beginning. They're which elves. Was, are they like elves. They're elves. Right. They're not little. They, they're not so. Suff- they're not humanistic. They're they, not drawn like humans. They do right? not have dwarfism. Right. 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 They're not humans. With dwarfism. Yeah. They are, I nearly said suffering then, I didn't mean that, I'm yeah, sorry. No. They are not humans with dwarfism. They are elves, they're mystical little woodland creatures who the animals understand. I suppose Snow White does as well, but they're, they're elves. They're yeah. definitely, it's, it's Snow White and the seven elves. Elves, yeah. yeah. I, I think now that I've seen it again, I completely agree that they are not Yet no drawn or shown to be human like. Yet no trigger um, warning on this movie. No trigger Disney. warning. So we go on with Aladdin, no. which whatever you want. Yeah. Take it as you will. They they decided to put one on there, that's fine. I'm surprised they Well Well, there's no trigger warning and also based on my the research that I did, not a huge amount of controversy with this animated film. Yeah. Within the not this much controversy with this nineteenth okay within yeah no that's yeah like there's not uh, it doesn't seem like there's been much fuss about the fact that it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves or that it's still called that or that people love the movie Um, the only controversy really is has been some questions about the potential remake and the depiction of live human people and what they're going to do. 
with that. I mean, you don't go for. You don't um, want to go tippy toes or tight. What was that? What was that movie um, trailer that we saw? With Gary Oldman and yeah. Matthew, where Gary Oldman plays the dwarfed brother of uh, Matthew yes. McConaughey, and it's called um, Tippy Toes. No, it's not called Tippy Toes. Yes, it is. It's not called Tippy Toes. I know that much because I've seen the trailer a million times. It's uh, Tip Toes. <laughs> Tip Toes. Sorry. Well, there's a difference. Isn't there? <laughs> Tip Toes, which uh, is uh, it's, it's so it is so shocking. Like that trailer, truly. Took my breath away. I've got a feeling the trailer that we've all seen and loved is a fake trailer. You think? Yeah, I think it's been made by... But that, but that doesn't... I don't that, know. It doesn't matter, the fact that they decided to cast Gary Oldman... Yeah. ...on his knees. Yeah. The whole film, yeah. he plays on his knees, shuffling yeah. around like you did when you were like 12. Right. And he's Matthew McConaughey's dwarfed brother. And both yeah. parents have dwarfism. Yeah. It's... Actually, they don't have dwarfism. I can't tell. Have you seen the film? Yeah. You have? Yeah, they were. Oh. Because, anyway, I'm not getting into the ins and outs of the um, of the genes, but there's right. a dwarfism and little people, I think, are yeah. different, aren't they? Is it if, dwarfism's a specific yeah. thing. Right, we shouldn't be. <laughs> I don't okay. think we should be. Well, we've just watched Snow White. And, or, uh, I'm not, I'm, quite, yeah. I'm asking, I'm right. asking. Yeah, well, don't ask me. That's what I'm going to say. No, well, clearly not. Something we can Google later and come back with. Anyway, we have been watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah. The fact that dwarfism is going to come up is, I would say, part of the course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, dwarfism obviously has to come up, but... But no trigger warning. Certainly. There was no trigger warning. Um, so we had talked earlier um, about... So since we've gotten into this, like, you know... Should it be, should there be a trigger warning if it had a trigger warning? Uh, we talked about Peter Dinklage on Mark Marin. Mm-hmm. So I have that quote um, because he was talking about the remake, of course, which is due to come out in a couple of years, I think. Live action. Uh, live action. So Dinklage told Marin... Literally no offense to anyone, but I was a little taken aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White, but you're still telling the story story of the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It makes no sense to me. You're progressive in one way, but then you're still making that fucking backwards story about Seven Dwarfs living in a cave together. Have I done nothing to advance the cause from my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough. Well, he's done, he has done a lot to advance the cause. He absolutely he? has. I mean, he's... By, by playing characters and hot, yeah. Um, by playing characters where it doesn't focus on his dwarfism, uh, yeah. But so yeah. he's not happy with the seven dwarves. Well, yeah, he just he's its... making the point. I think they were talking about kind of they were getting into like, and he's also not happy about uh, and... Latina representation. Part, you? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think he's unhappy about that. But Which he's saying still... he's saying that there's it's a bit hypocritical to be like to be t- patting yourself on the back. For casting uh, Rachel Ziegler from West Side Story. She played Maria. She's going to be... The oh, yeah. Show, she was right? great in that film. Yeah. So, casting her and it's like, oh, yay. We cast a Latina actress to play but is it Snow White. So, one of the other... Oh God. Yeah. One of the other potential trigger warnings for this. Snow White. Mm-hmm. The witch says, or the the mystical man in the mirror says. Yeah. Magic Not Michael, Not Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, that she... 
is that she's the most beautiful. She has the whitest skin. Yes. That's what he says. Yeah. Which Rachel Ziegler does not. Right. So that, is it... Well, that, are they are they changed their name? That might have something to do, Sean, uh, with the fact that this was one of Hitler's favorite movies. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, you know, uh, by today's standards, some problematic... Well, I, 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 that's why I was surprised there was no trigger warning. Yeah. Because, not that I think there should be uh, well, for many of these. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Not that there should be for many of these things. But that, to me, seemed like the hot yeah. button topic. Yeah, yeah. Snow White with the whitest skin. Right. Now, you could argue back then, of course, having white skin was standard. because you, you it showed you that you were wealthy because you weren't outdoors, right? Right, but exactly. she was. She was a scullery maid. Like, I mean, she was made to work. But then she wasn't a scullery maid. <laughs> then all of a sudden she's just wearing she's a nice a, things. That was her step. Yeah, that's a good point. It I was thinking that. came from nowhere. Though. Yeah, it did. When she was off in the woods uh, with the huntsman. She's wearing a lovely... Very beautiful dress. dress. Yeah. Anyway, that did, back to Hitler's favourite movie. <laughs> yeah, so this, it was one of Hitler's favourite movies. That's just something that... I don't I like... I've once um, found out that I was wearing Hitler's favourite aftershave yeah. when I was younger. Not that much younger. Yeah. I just found it out afterwards. Mm -hmm. That's disappointing to know, isn't it? Right, well... When someone says, that smells nice, what is it? And I said, oh, and I told him, and I looked at it, I think it's called 1491. Yeah. And I looked it up, and it was like, this was what Hitler made everyone <laughs> wear, because he liked the smell so much. <laughs> well, that's one way to protect yourself, I guess. So there was some other um, controversy as well um, during the Snow White and the Huntsman film, which I think starred Kristen Stewart. Um, oh, the hunt. Okay, now it's. A, right. I wonder sometimes when I see these fantasy movies, why are they? Where why are they so from? popular? Yeah. The Huntsman. I remember seeing this. Yeah. So there's a whole film about the guy who tried to stab her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Warwick Davis, who is friends with Ricky Gervais. Um, Warwick Davis, another little person. From yeah. Life's Too Short. Yeah. Uh, he said, considering the vast experience of many short actors working in the film industry today, I think it's inexcusable that in casting for Snow White and the Huntsman, producers did not utilize this pool of talent. So I guess... Do they call Gary Oldman again? I, I think they, yeah. I think <laughs> He they, is the best actor of his generation. I think they sort of did a Hobbit situation and used forced perspective and, and maybe CGI or something to make... Well, look, um, if Warwick Davis and Peter Dinklage are complaining, I'm prepared to listen to them. Yeah. Two of their best actors. I mean, Peter exactly. Dinklage is a much better There writer. are so many, there are plenty, I would say, good actors out no, there. Saying, and undiscovered talent that are little people that are probably not given a chance because they know how to, you know, trick the camera. Just like there are some singers from the Caribbean who could have played, <laughs> who could Sebastian. Have played Sebastian. Exactly. I mean... Let us be the I mean, actors are actors, and actors can act, but I think... Uh, yeah, when, but when, when you're shrinking actors to, to <laughs> literally... I mean, like when you're making them tiny in comparison to the leads, when you could just yeah, hire just call Warwick Davis. people with dwarfism For a start, to it's play cheaper. quote-unquote dwarves. It's cheaper. Yeah, well, it's just... It, it is kind of... In, I, it's very... It would be very insulting, I think, as as a talented oh, actor. Great. Yeah. Um, both of them are. All right. Which they both are, and they do know what they're talking about. So, 
Yeah, so basically so that's, Hollywood so, it's the last hurdle. Yeah, so all of well, the all of the controversy all we say all that to say the controversy really lies in these remakes or these retellings of, in modern time. There doesn't seem to be much at all concerning the film that we just watched. It's an animated movie from 1939. I think yeah. we can all move on. I agree. Don't worry everyone if you liked it. It's not your fault that Hitler also liked it. Yeah. What can you do? Or the aftershave. Or the aftershave. It's definitely not their fault. It's the aftershave. <laughs> So, the songs in Snow White and the Seven Doors were composed by Frank Churchill and Larry Morey. Snow White became the first American film to have a soundtrack album. Oh, is that why it won Best Score? <laughs> it was released in conjunction. <laughs> and the nominees are Snow White, and the winner is Snow, Snow White. White. It was released in conjunction with the feature film Before Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. D- dwarfs. I keep reading it wrong. Dwarfs with an S. You're reading it wrong, but you're saying it right. I know. Before Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, a film soundtrack recording was unheard of and of little value to a movie studio. So another groundbreaking innovation there. Soundtrack album. Um, Influences for this film include Romeo and Juliet, of course. Nosferatu. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So says, I think they, says who? They pulled a lot. The I think the animators and the the filmmakers. <laughs> they were dead. Uh, they they, pro- people are probably saying it's a bit like that. They, I think they pulled theory. a lot of you know like the transforming. Like you were talking about the queen transforming and all that stuff. You can she, see she, by the way, pre transformation. Yeah. Sexiest. I was gonna. That was another question I had for you. Who is truly the fairest? Of them all. That, what? And, the, oh, and obviously they're all Snow 2D. White, the Queen, or me. They're, they're all 2D, but Snow White was particularly 2D. <laughs> Very blended. Like nothing, there was not much going on in the way of features. The yeah. dirty looking Queen, yeah. filth, yeah. showed her, you could see breasts yeah. there, yeah. shape. Snow White is only 14 years old as a character. Yeah, and it, I mean, this, I guess they're suggesting she's old, the queer, but she's right. Like well, it's like, like I think you know, the mirror is saying like, oh, this new young girl is blossoming, and she's more beautiful than she, you are now. She definitely so. wasn't. No way was she. <laughs> uh, she could have the waited a few Disney years. Disney finally gave you a character you can sexualize. Yeah, <laughs> without exactly. feeling like a dirty person. Yeah, in a way, in a way, because yeah. well, no, I, I didn't, I didn't fancy Ariel. <laughs> I just... You thought she was too sexy. I thought she was too sexy for yeah, her age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in Aladdin... What about Jasmine? Ja- I was quite happy to sexualise Jasmine. I thought yeah. she was, you know, probably in her early 20s. No, I think she's like 16. Okay, whatever. Yeah, move on, move on. She wasn't a queen, is That's what I'm saying. That's a mistake a lot of men make, Yeah, John. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Uh, ask for driving licence first. Yeah. Um, it... it she she was clearly older because she's a queen. She's good. There's a bit of reverence. Yeah. She was... A st- she was Snow White's stepmother. And we don't see anything about Dad. So no. this is what I mean. Yeah. So this is what I mean about the movie. It goes straight into fact. First of all, it tells you in the book right. what's going to happen. So right. they open a real life book before it goes to animation. The book opens and it says, uh, here's some stuff about Snow White. Now here's some stuff about the evil witch. It basically tells you what happens in the first 15 minutes of the movie. And then yeah. the same things unfold. Yeah. And you could have understood that. And at the end, it's just like an epilogue done. Yeah. And so you've got, so you have no idea who Snow White's dad is. Right. Right. You've got no idea. The prince is in it for two minutes before yeah. she goes into the forest. I like that for the sake of progression. I want the film to be over. Mm-hmm. But I, what I don't 
what I'm surprised by is that there's very little build-up and ex- explanation about their relationship. In fact, you never see them together until she's the witch. No. You like pies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Making pies? You're writing pies? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I thought the plot was very secondary <laughs> to the... To the uh, but, the, but there the is animation. a plot there, and there would yeah. have been a plot in the Brothers Grimm. Maybe it was just hard to make animation. They're like, look, yeah. what are we going to do? Are, are we, we going to make this a sellable them? hit, yeah. and we're going to just have loads of song and dance numbers with the dwarves yeah. who everyone's going to like? Right. Or are we going to focus on this crap over yeah. here that I no think, one's really that interested in? I think it took Disney a while to tell a well-told story it's definitely, while still wowing us. It's imperfect storytelling. That yeah. is the first thing you can say about that yeah. movie, without doubt. Yeah, I agree. So this is the first uh, time celluloid animation was used, and I'm going to do my best to explain what celluloid animation means. Um, So it was the first time that they were able to figure out how to lay characters over a backdrop that didn't, like the backdrop didn't have to be redrawn every frame, just just the parts that were moving did. So it was the first time that they were able to kind of figure out the mechanics of that. Feels so obvious, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's really obvious. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of the kind of um, literally sure the was. celluloid I'm sure paper. It was. I think it's a type of transparent paper. I'm sure it was. I mean, he would have been thinking about it all. He would have been thinking about animation all day, every day, Walt Disney. Yeah. And obviously it must have been a new tech. But it does now seem so obvious, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, Yeah. you just put the characters or the moving parts on top of it. So that was celluloid animation. And um, the men are credited, a list of men are credited with the animation, but hundreds of women were employed in the animation department as inkers and painters, meaning they filled in all of the drawings. So the women were they the, color they they colorized and the women were the Chinese of the generation. <laughs> yeah. They were the Pacific Rim yeah. of the nineteen thirties. Exactly. The one thing I would say, the moment when she's looking down the well and you see that water rippling, you saw it twice. Yes. That's better than any bubbles that they come up with in Little Mermaid. I thought that was that water really incredible. Was, yeah. Really lifelike. Yeah, it did. And I loved um, some of my favorite bits of animation, I think, when she's running through the woods, scared, and then she realizes all the scary things. Well, are that's a great. Um, that, that's a. Uh, just touch on that for a minute. I thought that was a. As a child watching that and as an adult watching it, that was really smart because you it's the, it's the fear of the of the regular. Yeah, fear of yeah, regular, you know, yeah. As a kid, you're afraid of the dark, you're yeah. afraid of the woods, you're afraid of things you don't understand, you're afraid of anything outside your own four walls. Right. And to have these things come to life in that way, the owl's yeah. eyes, I thought it was really great. I yeah. thought that's a, that's a really, it shows how innocent sh- that character is. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what... That's what that does as a piece of storytelling very early in the movie. Yeah. This is a naive, scared young woman yeah. who doesn't know anything outside of her gilded existence. And yeah. that is a, that that is a it's a good piece of storytelling more than Yeah, more and I, I think it's also a good message for kids is sort of like, you know, the things that you're that might seem scary at first are actually yeah, not there to hurt is. you potentially. You know, and like, if you just stick around, yeah, you'll find friends. That they're sweet little Even furry chipmunks. animals. Yeah, and, and you know what and else? A turtle, which you know, that shouldn't have been there. No, you don't you find turtles turtle. in the woods. <laughs> you, I, there was water there. There was a water source. 
moment of silence fools us as we both know this is BS. You find turtles in the woods. You don't you don't know anything about the woods. No American woods. Um another thing that those um shadows reminded me of, Sean, is uh the men. Oh the men, yeah, I still get scared. <laughs> so in our old apartment uh, we had a, a like an ensuite bathroom and I had some robes like we both had robes hanging up over the door. Mainly yours. Mainly mine. And every night, Sean would make me shut that bathroom door because he'd sa- he said that they looked like men in the night when he woke up. And so he would just say to me before I'd go to bed, he'd go, men. And so I knew to shut the door of the definitely bathroom before I came to bed. But, um, <laughs> definitely a private joke. Yeah. I think it's worth noting that. Yeah, yeah. it is worth noting. I, I, I too get scared of shadow. I get scared all the time. You scare me all the time. You I scared, scared me today. today. <laughs> I came in through the door. I was wondering where you are. And I still have my sunglasses on. So everything was dark. And you emerged from the shadows like a horror movie vixen. I gave you a fright. Yeah, you did. It scared me, yeah. All right. Okay. Um... So Snow White's look was originally designed after Betty Boop, but Disney thought that was too sexy, and they kind of I could totally out. see Betty Boop. Yeah. That is exactly what I thought. Yes. Uh, for a few, for certainly early on. Yeah. Absolutely Betty Boop. Even her voice a little bit, that high-pitched, like, ooh! <laughs> sort of thing you hear you know. in bad porn now. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Yes. It is very, very innocent little girl. Yeah, right? it was. Yeah, but Betty Boop, it's that. Yes, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So that was, and um, the animators had a hard time figuring out how to draw human beings moving like human beings. I think they did a great well, job. That was one thing yeah. we commented on earlier. I thought yeah. they did a great job. Betty Boop, yeah. Another thing, uh, Betty Boop. I know nothing, but I know yeah. everything at the same time. Yeah. Boop boop doop. Yeah, jazz yeah. singing. She's, yeah, she's sort of like Smart. a cabaret yeah. burlesque character, yeah, cartoon yeah, yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Sexy, very sexy, but very also very unhuman, like huge head, tiny yeah, yeah, little yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in Snow White, they really wanted to get actual the actual human body um, a little did. bit more realistic. They did, especially the queen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we know. You love the Queen. Uh, the Queen, um, Joan Crawford, was one of the inspirations for the Queen. I thought you said it was one of the voices for a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant. Both both um, aspects, both both sides of that Queen were very good and entertaining. <laughs> both, both ends. Yeah, hot end <laughs> and the witchy end, yeah. Um, so in 1987... Snow White, the character Snow White was inducted to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which is a rare feat for a fictional character and the only Disney princess to do so. Are there any others? Uh, There are others. All right, well, let's play the game then. Exactly. You go ahead and... Fictional characters? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to read all of them because there are... Well, I could read all of them. No, you don't have to read them, but I want to have a couple of guesses here. Yeah. A couple of fictional characters. I reckon... What about the alien from Alien? No. No baddies? They didn't like baddies in Hollywood, do they? Not not permanently etched on their streets. Mm-mm. Robocop? No. Why you, not? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read these out to you, and you tell me if you think they're deserving of a spot in the Hollywood Rock of Fame or not. Alvin and the Chipmunks? No. Big Bird? No. Bugs Bunny? No. Come on. Why are they well animated characters? Where are, the, where are the other ones? Donald Duck? It's just, just an animated... Godzilla. Yes. 
Kermit the Frog. Yes. Mickey Mouse. No. Minnie Mouse. No. The Munchkins from Wizard of Oz. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Muppets. Yeah. Rugrats. No. Shrek. No. The Simpsons. Yes, definitely The Simpsons. Snoopy. No. Oh, come on. I've said no. Move on. Snow White. No. Yes. Yes. Yes to Snow White because she's the first animated character. Tinkerbell. No. <laughs> you don't know anything about Tinkerbell. Yeah, I do. I know she's a little fairy. We'll get to Tinkerbell, okay? Today? No. In the series. All right. Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Woody Woodpecker. No. Uh, some live, a few live action characters. Lassie. <laughs> okay. Live and action you, animals, and, sorry. Any humans? Rin Tin Tin and Strongheart. Um, any live action human? Like no characters? No. And no baddies? No. Like the Terminator? No. It's, that's bullshit. You can't just have fictional characters based on fluffy little clouds and pleasant little woodland scenes. If you're going to make a principle whereby you can have non-actual humans having stars on the Hall of Fame, yeah. you should choose movies that people actually like, that adults actually like. Well, I think all of these... No, but there's no... You know, Predator, for example, yeah. is a brilliant character. Right. You know, that's not human, but is still seen. And there's nothing in the adult world there. That's, that's annoyed me, actually. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm just frustrated by that. <laughs> it's just the folly of Hollywood, isn't it? Hollywood. Yeah. Well, well, I think maybe because they're fictional characters, it seems more um, directed towards children's, you know, beloved whatever. characters. Uh, it, makes, a, it makes it more real that, for the children, like Big Bird's on the Hall yeah, of Fame, you know? Yeah, like, nice. That is the most boring list anyone's ever read me. <laughs> ever. That is, it's such a dull list. Oh, I disagree. I think there are some... Heavy well, hitters there. Yeah, all right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> that, was a, that was a snoozer for me. So, as I mentioned before, this is just in my notes. Snow White is the youngest Disney princess at 14 years old. Jasmine is second. She was 15. I don't know who decides or she says... She was 15. Who, Jasmine was 15. I'll take it back. In the original Grimm tale, Snow White was seven and still gets married to the prince. Yes, we had this conversation with Little Mabel when Hans Christian Hansen writes out. Back then, that eighteen twelve. Look, it was it wasn't as shocking as it is now. I'm not saying we can seven. Practice. Yeah, like mate, seven is young, right? <laughs> <laughs> look, look. I mean, all right, seven is young. Look. <laughs> Come on. I mean, all I'm saying is Jesus. the Grim, the, the brothers Grim. Yeah, that is Grim. That is Grim. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they're just showing how Grim Germany was in 1812. I mean, were the Germans marrying seven-year-olds in 1812? Uh, uh, maybe princesses, royalty. I mean, I think royalty everywhere, but I still think 1812. I mean, to who, be awoken by a kiss. Who's to say? I feel like there's been too many conversations on paedophilia, but I think that's it's Disney's fault. It's impossible to get around. It's Disney's fault. Yeah. They are <laughs> grooming our children. <laughs> that's what I said last time. Get a nice 31-year-old yeah. who's been through some shit. Yeah. Vulnerable, needy, desperate. Would you rather have your kids see 
a drag queen or read a story about being married off at seven years old? Would I rather... Are they choices? Are you, have you not followed the news at all? Oh, the drag... Oh, uh, the story. Hour. Everybody thinks drag queens are, you know, of course, pedophiles. I don't, I don't, and I yeah, I don't think everyone Can't read a book. Um, yeah, uh, I'd rather have a drag queen read to my seven-year-old than her be kissed by Prince. Yeah, yeah me too. Controversial. And I would and I would be dubious <laughs> about his princely status <laughs> yeah. if that was his line of defence. What are you doing kissing my seven-year-old daughter? Don't worry, I'm a prince. A drag queen or a pedophile prince. Prince. Yeah. Drag queen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, now you've said paedophile. Well. Now we know he's a paedophile. Of course I'm not going to let him near prince my seven-year-old. Huh? Prince Andrew. Yeah, all the little known facts, all the Disney princes were based on the Prince of Nantes. <laughs> prince Andrew. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, this wasn't the most rousing well film. Oh, but sorry. I'm at the end of my notes, actually. So, I mean, if there's, is there anything you want to yeah. add? Yeah. Oh, of course there is, yeah. All right. Always rough. Of course, always got to have the last word. Um, Please. So the messaging in this film, yeah. we looked at the messaging in Little Mermaids and we said it's about if you don't meet the manual dreams, then life's over, Right. fine. Aladdin, similar story, but the other way around really because we're focusing more on Aladdin. Yeah. This story, if you look at what takes up the most airtime and what you take away from it, has some of the most wonderful messaging I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Work hard, you little shits. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To kids, work yeah. hard. Clean like your house. Right. And clean yourself, you dirty little buggers. Yeah. Right? That, I like the song about them washing. That <clears> is. <throat> the, the messages in that film is work hard, yeah. clean your house, and clean yourself. Otherwise, you're a filth bag and everyone's going to know it. Yeah. They are, they are the overriding themes of that. And that... You asked me last time, would my life have been better had mm. I watched any of the films? Yeah. I think I may have been a cleaner teen slash young adult. And by young adult, I mean 32-year-old. Right. Had I watched that film. Yeah. Because that shames you. Yeah. Yeah. It shames yeah, you into in being a, a filth bag. Yeah. Shames you in a good way. Yeah. That doesn't really exist in today's parlance, but I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Positive shaming. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to tell that to a little bit more of that sometimes. Yeah. It's, I thought it was uh, those, they were the messages. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I suppose those were, yeah. I, what I were the agree. other messages? Um, Maybe another message. Don't talk to strangers. Well, yeah, it's a bit basic. But one of the other mess, one of the other messages being the names of all the of all the dwarves. They are accepted for who they are. Not only that, we because they they're all deficient, right? In right. Some way. None yeah. of them would you hire <laughs> for a job. Well, right. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah. Because they're all like annoying and weird. But they lent into that, and it's showing that just again, sort of be yourself and. You know, embrace your personality and the people around you will love you. I thought that was quite nice. Yeah. Um, a quick note on Dopey. Go on. He's remedial, right? Yeah. He, well, they said he doesn't talk and they don't know why. But this isn't... I'm not saying this yeah. for... I'm not saying this to laugh and point. Yeah. I'm saying this because he is absolutely remedial. Like, he, yeah. this is a character who's got some... He's, he's, 
struggling yeah mentally right right and they all love him or developmentally at developmental least. yeah okay yeah, yeah whatever the words are right yeah. whatever the words <laughs> yeah. are i'm supposed to say those yeah. words yeah. right yeah they all love him he's part of the gang he's yeah. got a job no matter what yeah he does get a bit horny. He does, yeah. He did go in three times for that kiss on the forehead, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Which, you know, was not a good representation. Oh, but, I thought it was cute. But he was, he's definitely a character who has developmental problems. Thank yeah. you for prompting me. And I think that was quite important because he's quite lovable. And imagine if you had a kid who had de- developmental problems. Yeah. And that must be a struggle as a parent, yeah. right? Of course it is. Yeah. And you watch that with them and there's... I'm not saying they'd see themselves in him, but... Or maybe something... you wouldn't call them dopey. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you wouldn't call them dopey. Maybe you call them... Uh... Just call them by their name, I think. Okay, fine. Just Anyway, I thought that was nice. And grumpy... Is like because he, I like Grumpy because I'm Grumpy, and so I found that to you know. Li- I like Grumpy. Even Snow White liked him, and I also liked that he was so nose in the air, stuck up that like he always was falling in shit or something was happening to him, right? Like he was, oh, he was yeah. so consumed by his own grumpiness that bad things happened to him, and I think that's a good message that you attract the things that you if you're filled with. With discontent, you'll just keep attracting things that. Uh, what was going on with Doc? Don't make you happy. What was he? Doc. Why Doc, couldn't he say anything? Mark? He was just. I think Doc just got all tripped up on his words and uh, too ahead of himself. And why has he got the only name that doesn't describe what his main character trait is? I don't know. I think he was supposed to be seen as as the smart one, and that was the <clears throat> joke. Is that he right. was always fumbling his words, and you know, but he was always in charge. Um, he just it. had a hard time getting there. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think that's that does it for me. Uh, what about Morrissey? Well, he's already done a song. Has he done a song? For that film. Morrissey? Yeah. Has he? What is it called? Snow White in a coma, I think. I know. It's really serious. That's true. Yeah. He's already done it. Yeah. I don't have to write true. one. Uh, we didn't talk about the Rammstein, Rammstein video. Rammstein. Rammstein. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't have much to say about it. I thought it was pretty... Cool. Basic in a lot of ways. Not visually. I think they put a lot of work into it, and I think they worked really hard. But it was... Uh, it didn't give me much. It was just a sexy Snow White spanking a bunch of... Very sexy Snow White. Band guys, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, they're more than band guys. They're Ramstein. They're industrialist <laughs> metal gods. Yeah, I did who like... rage against I the did machine. like them mining. Like, yeah. I, I like the sort of um, steampunk, you know, Definitely not steampunk. It's, it seemed like a steampunk It's aesthetic. definitely not steampunk. They oh, would yeah. not like. They would not like to hear that. Mm. It was industrial metal, uh, and it's brilliant. That video. I remember watching that on QTV when I was seventeen. Yeah, and like being thrilled by with it, thrilled by it, um, and also being incredibly aroused by the right. German woman who plays Snow White. Yeah, who I looked she up very gorgeous. once, and I'm probably going to look her up again. Mm. To be honest, good luck with that. Um, we encourage all of our listeners to look it up as well and, you know, let us know how it compares. Hot, hot sauna girl from Ramstein. Oh, God. Well, I mean... Some notes. So, for me, this movie... 
didn't stir up a ton of nostalgia because I only probably watched it three or four times as a kid. Yeah, I watched it, you know, here and there, but it didn't hold the same sort of weight as a lot of the um, Disney Renaissance films hold for me. But I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, and I think definitely for the time and and in looking at it in context of what it did for cinema and animation, that is it's very impressive in that way and I can look at it um, through that lens but I have to be honest it didn't do that much for me I mean you started me on such a downer with Little Mermaid <laughs> that the, I mean I preferred Aladdin obviously yeah. but I thought it was good I enjoyed yeah, it good. And, um, I said I enjoyed it did I enjoy it it's not true but yeah I did I got some pleasure from it good I'm glad and, and more importantly I think this does lay a good foundation for where Disney's come from as far as yeah. these films that we're gonna be watching and you know yeah. we'll see where it goes. All right. So well, how many it? how many Mickey ears do you give this one? At five. Yeah. In if you're gonna take into you've got to take into account when it was made, right? Yeah. Which is why Little Mom is so low down the list for mm. me, because it came out so many years after this. They didn't know what they were doing here. Yeah. This was this was the yeah. first of its kind. Right. For that Despite the storytelling mishaps and the weight being weighted elsewhere, it's got to be four out of Okay. got to be four. Yeah. Probably more, to be honest. Yeah. I'm going to be cautious wow. to give it four, but it's got to be very high on the lead. You take into account the style of it, quality of the animation, the voices as well, which we didn't touch on. Why are some of the dwarves from the West Country? <laughs> Why are some of them Irish? Why are and, some American? And I thought Snow White was hitting some Mariah Carey notes. Yeah, you, that's what I mean. You take into account all of those elements. And, it's, yeah. and the fact the ripples were better than the bubbles from The Little Mermaid. Mm. It makes me wonder why anyone likes The Little Mermaid, mm, apart no. from La Poisson. La Poisson. All right, well, come on. The week. Well, what's what's next? Well, I'll tell you next time oh, okay. when we start. I'm still thinking, but I do have a good idea. <laughs> Better be good. All right. Well, tune in next week and you'll all find out together. Uh, we'll see you then. Laters. <laughs>